Welcome to another episode of Straight Talk with Strahan. Hey, it's Odie Strahan, and I'm having one of the most amazing days of my life. Hopefully you are too. Let's get this show started. What's going on? What's going on? Welcome to another episode of Straight Talk with Strahan. Guys, we are in for a treat. I'm fired up, really excited about today's guest. My guest today was a 31st ranked linebacker, nationally ranked by ESPN for the 2022, cl- 2022 class. He was an all-state selection as a senior at Fayetteville High School. He had offers from schools such as Cal, Washington State, Louisville, Kansas, Kansas State, just to name a few, before he ultimately chose Indiana for his college of choice. I'm really excited to get into his backstory, uh, get into his career up to this point, and just so much more. Caden Turner, are you out there, brother? I am. What up? How you doing today, man? I'm doing good. Just enjoying some fresh air i love it man i love it well listen man i'm really excited to have you on the pod uh i got a lot of stuff i want to get into so if, if you're okay with it, let's, let's get right into it let's let's go all right man so talk to me man obviously you know you uh you've been able to you know achieve quite a bit and you know you're a phenomenal athlete but growing up uh what sports did you play did you play any other sports other than football so i grew up I think I first started playing basketball. I think it might have been like, I don't know, second, first, second grade. Uh, I played basketball all the way up until, I actually played basketball last year uh, until junior year of high school. Um, I play, I think I played baseball for like one, or T-ball for like one game and I quit because I hated it. Uh, you know, baseball and T-ball and all that was never my thing. Still not into baseball or anything like that. Uh, me and my dad, we, we, we like to bowl. Uh, I don't, he bowls like for a league, but I don't bowl for any leagues like that. But I, I do like to bowl. I get real competitive and stuff. So that's what I like. Got it, man. So, so definitely hoops. Uh, baseball wasn't your thing. I, I, I could assume it was a little too slow for you, right? Bowling. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then football. Okay. Got you, yeah. man. So at what age did you start playing football? Uh, kindergarten. So kindergarten was when I first started playing tackle. Uh, but I played a little bit of like flag football before that. So you started off young. I mean, man, so kindergarten, you're what, four or five years old, you're already out there uh, laying hats on people. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I love it, man. Let me ask you this. Uh, what age, when, like, when did you realize that football was going to be the sport that you're going to ultimately pursue? Was there a specific time, specific age that, that, you, were, that, you, that you could recollect that that happened? Um, I feel like uh, – probably around like fifth or sixth grade I started to realize it's like dang like you know like I'm I'm actually pretty good you know it's like I actually have a chance to like probably like do something pretty good you know what I'm saying so uh I mean humbly like and like I feel like I've always been probably the best player growing up you know uh on like every team I've been on but like I didn't really care I wouldn't say until like about fifth or sixth grade you know and that's when I started to really take it in my own hands it's like let's do something with this in my life you know what I'm saying uh, it's beautiful, man. So it sounds like right, right when you were about to enter middle school is when you really got clarity on, on, on football. Yeah, exactly. So talk to me about the football team that you played on growing up. You know, I'm more of a, my background's more on, on the basketball side. I know out here in California where I'm at, you know, they have the different, you know, the different uh, levels. How, how was it out there in Arkansas? Uh, so, I mean, there's just like, we kind of just played through boys and girls club, you know, like fifth, sixth, or like kindergarten, whatever, through sixth grade, uh, seventh grade. Uh, was through like my junior high uh, I played on the eighth grade team as a seventh grader and then obviously eighth grade again I played on the eighth grade team uh, ninth grade entering high school I just played on like the freshman team sophomore year played varsity ended up starting after a couple 
a couple games and then junior and senior year, you know, balled out. So, so ultimately it sounds like you just pretty much between, you know, the, the local rec leagues and just the, the school system is, is what you played in. Yeah, exactly. Oh, gotcha, man. Okay. I didn't know. I mean, we'll get into it later, but I, I know Arkansas is big on, you know, big on sports. So I didn't know if they had like some special, like, you know, like with basketball, they have AAU for like more of the advanced, you know, for basketball on the basketball side, which I know you played as well, but I didn't know they had anything like that equivalent in football. Well, so like in like second grade, I kind of played on like this one team that I think, where did we go? We went to like Oklahoma and we played some teams, but we got blown out by everybody. Like we were no competition, like teams from Texas and stuff. Like we just got killed. Uh, they just do it different in Texas, you know? So, uh, but that's probably like the closest thing to like AAU I did in football, but I only did that for one year. So. Gotcha, man. Gotcha. Uh, let me ask you this. Uh, I know, I know you're, you know, you're a linebacker currently enough so that, you know, that's, I mean, actually that not, not currently, but that's your position, but what other positions did you play growing up? And, 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 and so it's actually a two-part question. What other positions did you play? And did you have, did you actually have any aspirations to play any other positions? Um, I played a lot of positions growing up and I have, I was, I played some quarterback, uh, running back. And I'd say linebacker were always like my main positions. I feel like those are pretty interchangeable, you know? Um, let's see. So our freshman year, I was our punter. Um, I played, what else have I played? I mean, honestly, they put me everywhere. I played center before uh, I played like guard on the offensive line, DN, like I played just about everything. Man, so they put you from linebacker to the line, quarterback, I mean, uh, tailback, how, where, however they wanted. You, you were ready to go. Exactly. I'm, I'll play wherever. <laughs> I like it, man. You sound like a dog on the field, man. I love it. Let me let me ask you this. Um, so talk to me about football in Arkansas, like I told you. Um, so I had I had Coach Bill Ingram on my podcast previously. Um, and, you know, you know, coaches, Bill has done a, you know, obviously phenomenal job out in Arkansas when it comes to basketball when it comes to the real deal in the rock as well as just his AU organization that's, you know, send a plethora of players, not only to college, but also in the NBA, you know, professionally. Uh, talk to me about the football culture in Arkansas. Is it, is it just as big um, or even bigger or, or equivalent to basketball out there? Uh, you know, just down South sports are just crazy different. You know, uh, I feel like basketball is a pretty big deal. You know, like when you talk about like the real deal, like down Little Rock and stuff, like those kind of tournaments, like we got Woods Elite. Uh, I feel like overall though, um, football uh we probably come probably second to like putting out talent i would say to basketball basketball puts out a ton of talent in arkansas i mean girls and boys but uh, i mean we, we put out a lot of talent in our, or for football too uh, but yeah i'd probably say we come second to basketball gotcha man and now i know i i i know that you actually you know you said you, you played basketball you meant you know all the way up to your junior year but you also played some aau ball right i did uh what teams did you play for uh, I mean, you know, I kind of get the gist of, you know, you're, you're, you're definitely a physical type of player on the football field that could, you know, that's also multi-talented, that could play skill positions. Talk to me about the, you know, the, you know, on the AU basketball side, what teams did you play on and, you know, what kind of player were you on the, on the hardcore, on the hardwood? Uh, so I would never say like I really took basketball like super seriously. I almost want to say that I just played basketball to keep me in shape almost. Yeah, absolutely. Football season. Um, but I would say I played for, um, AAU flight before or AAO flight before. Um, that's just kind of like a local team that travels around. I've played for KG20, another local team that travels around. Uh, AAU fl or AAO flight uh, is probably like my main team or was my main team. Um, we we went to some big tournaments and stuff. And uh, right before, so my last year playing was freshman year, and I took off sophomore year, and I played junior year again. Um, but I would say freshman year. Uh, I was starting to get really, really, really good. 
Uh, and then I just decided that I didn't want to play anymore. So uh, I kind of, if I were probably four inches taller, I would have pursued basketball instead of football. Uh, but I'd say when it came to my skill set, a lot of people would assume that like a football player uh, like myself would just kind of bulldoze people and just try to get to the paint every single time. But uh, that wasn't necessarily me. Like, obviously, I was always the most physical player on the court, but uh, I could shoot and I actually started to develop, started to um, develop some finesse as well. Um, so uh, a lot of people would assume, though, that I just kind of went in there bullying people. <laughs> Talk to me. Were you would you play? The, would you play a, a, the three, the four? Uh, yeah, like the three, four. They kind of played me at both. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Because you're still a decent size, man. I mean, I mean were you about what? Six, two and what? Two, what? Two twenty? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm like six, one, two twenty right now. Yeah. OK. I mean, I mean, back then, I mean, I'm, wait, I, I assume were you near that size? even back when you were playing AAU ball, were you just a little, a little smaller, a little shorter? Yeah, I was probably like six foot, I don't know, like 195, 200. Like, I wasn't this big, but I was still pretty big. Yeah, still solid size, but you had you had a little finesse to your game, though, huh? It wasn't just I about did. the... <laughs> well, when you're like playing it. better players, you can't just bulldoze in there every time, you know what I'm saying? No, I love it, man. And, and you're right. I mean, I think, uh, you know, a lot of the, the footwork that you use in basketball could be obviously translated onto the football field as well. And obviously staying in shape, you know, because basketball, being in basketball shape and football shape, uh, I mean, as you know, actually, why don't you answer that for me? What, what do you think is the biggest difference between those two and being in basketball shape and being in football shape? Uh, I think if you're in basketball shape, you're going to be just fine for football. I mean, basketball is nonstop, like go, go, go. And like, you're going to be in the best shape of your life. When it comes to football, I mean, you're going to play, I mean, you're going to, run a play for, I don't know, five seconds, seven seconds. I mean, it's not going to last very long. And then you get a break. You know what I mean? So if you're in basketball shape. That's crazy. You know what? Hey, that's awesome that you mentioned that because I had never even thought about that, that I, the, the football is played in in quick spurts and quick uh, quick uh, sequences, you know, as, yeah, as opposed exactly. to basketball. As basketball is more, more, uh, more constant. I never even really thought about that. That's crazy. So, uh Obviously, you were very clear that football was going to be, you know, your future, you know, what you're going to really put everything into. Uh, basketball was just kind of more of a supplemental thing. It sounds like more just conditioning, what have you. But how was your overall experience with basketball, though, uh, you know, playing on those teams? Uh, you know, how, did you enjoy it? I mean, did you enjoy the competition of it? Uh, what was the overall experience uh, from your from your AAU experience? Oh, I mean, I truly I loved uh, playing basketball. Like, like I said, I mean, I would I would have loved to play college basketball as well. But I mean, just God didn't get me with being six five, you know, and I'm completely OK with it. You know, uh, I would have made my mom happy, you know, playing basketball instead, you know, not have to worry about injuries, uh, but <laughs> like head injuries and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? But um, for the most part, I mean, basketball was awesome. I loved getting to travel around with the team, you know, just hang out in the hotels, go to dinner with the players. You know, it was awesome. You know, it was just great, uh, great bonding with everybody. Uh, it sounds like some good, good fellowship, good brotherhood, right? Being able to yes, you know, build exactly. that bond. No, that's awesome, man. Well, here, I know I've, I've mentioned him a few times, but uh, talk to me about the impact that your dad, Joe, has had on you when it comes to your passion for the game of football. You know, being that, you know, I know a lot of times us dads tell our kids stories and, you know, kids don't believe it. But let me tell you, your, your, your dad was a problem, man. That dude was a dog, on, you know, and just he was just a dog of an athlete, to be honest with you. But uh, talk to me about the impact and the influence that he's had when it comes to you guys sharing, you know, that commonality, that passion for, for the game of football. Oh, man, my dad, he's, he's done a great amount for me and my wife, and there's nothing I could ever do to repay him. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like you said, I mean, he's just a super athlete. I mean, still to this day, like, he can, he can play any sport and he's good at it. I mean, I remember one time that, like, kind of sticks out to me is, like, 
we were around a tennis court and like we were all kind of joking around out there like like hidden tennis balls or whatever and this dude for some reason is just amazing at tennis like who would have ever known that like this guy would be good at tennis you know what I mean like that's just I, like 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 nobody expected that you know and just like everything he's just good at like everything when it comes to sports like he's amazing at bowling uh he's got a he's got a he can stroke it whenever he's shooting the basketball uh I never got to see him play but I'm, I'm sure you did in football you know uh, he tells me stories about him cracking heads and stuff like that so um, just, you know, getting to be around football my whole life and get to learn from him uh, was a true blessing. I'm, I'm very, very thankful for that. Gotcha. D- did you, uh, did your, did he ever, was he ever part of the coaching staff at all? Did he ever coach you? He did. So when I was in elementary school and stuff, he, he used to coach me. I think, let me think, I think the last time he got to coach me was sixth grade because then after that I went into junior high football and we had a coaching staff, like obviously. So uh, but like last year, I played boys and girls club in sixth grade. He was the defensive coordinator, you know, and nobody was running the ball enough. <laughs> I love it, man. I love it. Yeah, that, that's awesome. It's, it's awesome to have that special bond, you know, like I said, that commonality, you know, with your dad. You guys seem like you guys have a very, you know, close relationship. I know, I know, I mean, he's, you know, beyond proud of everything you've been able to do. Uh, just as much as off the field as the person as you are, like I said, when, when we talk, he really, uh, you know, talks about you as a, as a, you know, as a human being, as a person. Uh, more than you know the, the the athlete, the football player, but you could always, you know you could you could definitely hear the pride in his voice when he speaks about you, man. So um, I can only imagine how special that relationship is, is that you guys do share. Oh yeah, I mean, it means the world to me. My dad is he means so much to me, you know, and I know one hundred percent I wouldn't be where I am right now without him. You know, just getting to I just learned so much from you know like from a hardworking aspect from. Uh, how to treat women aspect, like the way he treats my mom. I mean, uh, I just know how to treat my girlfriend like a queen now because of how he treats my mom, you know, uh, how he raised us kids. I mean, I'm going to do everything that he uh, did for us as kids. I'm going to do, or just even just growing up, just watching them as I was growing up, I'm going to do everything that he did um, the same, whatever I'm raising my kids and um, being with my wife, you know? So uh, he's just, he's an amazing father, amazing husband. Uh, he's just a great man. Hey, that, 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 that honestly is, is really touching to hear, man. Cause you know, as, you know, as, as fathers, you know, as men, that's, that's our ultimate goal is to be able to um, not only, you know, tell our kids how to do things, but really show them and lead by example. And, 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 and you actually got to see that, you know, firsthand with your own eyes on how to be, you know, a, a, you know, a great person, great athlete, great husband, you know, a, you know, great father. So, uh, you know, definitely shout out to Joe, man. That's a, that's a huge blessing. Um, Let's uh, let's pivot and let's let's talk about this high school career at Fayetteville High School. Uh, so I, so I know you said you played three years at the varsity level. Talk to me about that transition. Um, well, well, first of all, talk about the transition just in general on and off the field when it comes to high school. Was that a pretty smooth transition for you? Uh, are you talking about like going from junior high to high school? Yeah, just, just I mean, just, you know, obviously just getting used to, you know, just high school itself, which is obviously a different level than middle school. And then you being a, you being a scholar athlete, you know, having a little bit more demand when it comes to, you know, having your time management, managing everything correctly. How, how was that for you? Oh, uh, you know, it, it was awesome. You know, I mean, my high school huge. So the biggest thing for me was uh, I was scared, you know, that I wasn't going to be able to find my classes. And honestly, I didn't. I got lost. <laughs> I got lost multiple times trying to find my classes in my high school. Uh, but from a football aspect, you know, when I was a freshman, I, I felt like I deserved to play varsity, you know, but I didn't get moved up, you know, so, uh, I just had to do my thing. And when I was a freshman on the freshman team, you know, uh, and I definitely did my thing, you know what I mean? So, uh, I was really hoping I could have got moved up. They say it's like, 
unheard of or whatever uh, for freshmen to get moved up. But they also told me the same thing whenever I was a sophomore. There was, it's, it's unheard of for a sophomore to start. You know, it was like, all right, well, watch me. You know what I mean? So um, no, I love it, I, man. I had to prove it to them. Yeah, there, there's always an exception, right? You know, oh, there's always an exception. And, and, and that, that you, and I'm pretty sure, I don't know about you, but when I was always told something can't be done, that actually motivated me even more <laughs> at the end yeah, of the day. Exactly. So, yeah. Let me ask you this. Uh, you know, you got to play three years at the varsity level. Uh, year after year, where do you feel that you improved the most from, you know, obviously making that big jump to the varsity level as a sophomore to junior. And then obviously you, you had, I know junior year was a short, I believe was a, that was your COVID year, I believe. And then senior year, uh, you know, you obviously had a massive year, but where do you feel that you improved the most year after year at the varsity level? Uh, I feel like, I mean, obviously I was in the weight room constantly, so I got a lot stronger. So, I mean, uh, just running through people that obviously got easier for me as I got stronger, but uh, even from like a less physical aspect and almost even like a less football aspect, because uh, this applies to life and football and just everything you do uh, in your everyday life. Uh, I've really, really improved um, in how I am as a leader. Uh, obviously, when you're a sophomore and you're with a whole bunch of seniors, you know, you're not probably going to speak out as much. Uh, but going and growing up from being a sophomore to a senior, I really, really grew up and grew as a leader, you know, just kind of speaking out vocally. I'm not the most vocal guy. I like to lead more through my actions, but I know um, you're going to have to develop both to be like a, an amazing leader. You know what I'm saying? So um, going through those years, I really developed uh, a lot of new leadership traits um, and I really, really uh, am happy about it. No, that's huge. I mean, that's, those are the type of stuff that makes a difference, but also doesn't necessarily show up in a stat sheet, you know, when it comes to that leadership uh like I said that's really critical so do you think uh which I said which is the like I said that that, that doesn't show up in any statutes that's probably something that obviously coaches and colleges uh notice though and are, are able to see when they came out to you know to uh to recruit you and scout you which we'll talk about in, in, in a few minutes but uh when it comes to actual skill set standpoint do you do, do you feel like any specific year you took a bigger jump than others like you know when it comes to I, I don't know uh I, 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 maybe the run block or is there any specific skill set you feel like that, that you improved on the most from year over year? Uh, almost like not like, again, it's not even like from a physical aspect, but um, the way I use my eyes, you know, and just like kind of read and felt stuff more um, my sophomore year or my freshman year going to my sophomore year, you know, it's just like freshman year. It's just like, all right, like who has the ball? Let's go get him. You know what I'm talking about? So uh, when I got to my sophomore year, though, I was, you know, I was reading the triangle. I was reading guard, guard back. I was reading flow, you know, I was reading quarterback eyes, I was reading uh, all that stuff, like tendencies, like all that stuff, you know, it's like that stuff that like a lot of people don't think of is like, what are they going to do on third and short? What are they going to do on third and long and all that kind of stuff? So uh, that's where I grew the most, I feel like. No, it's huge. That's the, that's the mental, yeah, the mental aspect of it, being able to obviously have that vision to know what's going on around you and, and how to attack it, you know, you know, accordingly. That, that, that's huge. Uh, let me ask you this. What were some of your – uh, favorite plays or, or is there a specific moment on the field in your high school career? Oh man. So favorite plays. Uh, I remember there's a couple big plays. I remember I got, it was my junior year. I got, I can't remember exactly what was happening, but I just know it was at the very, very end of the game and we were losing. Um, and what made it even worse, we were losing to a team that wasn't very good that we should have blown out. Um, we were losing to them and, uh, our offense was – they were getting hot in the second half, you know, and they went down and scored. And there was probably, like, I don't even know, a minute or less on the clock, you know. 
and so we have to kick an onside after we score and I recovered it. Um, our offense went down and scored. So they got the, the their team got, like, we scored really quick. So their offense got the ball back really fast with like a lot of time. Um, and their quarterback tried to throw it deep and I picked it off um, to seal a game. So I just had both of those huge plays like in a very short amount of time. And uh, that was, that was huge. That was a huge game and, and two huge plays. And I really liked those. Uh, one other play that probably uh, was up there is up there with that one was just this past um, senior year. Also, uh, last play of the game, um, we went down and scored. It was the semifinals of the playoffs. Uh, we went down and scored. They got the ball back with, I don't even know, like no time left, maybe five seconds or something like that. Um, and they were probably on like their own 20 maybe. Um, so basically they had to go deep, you know what I'm saying? Like they have to get to the end zone to win the game. Um, so they threw it like a, they threw like a drag or like an under route almost. Um, and I was like, okay, well, they're not just going to throw it short for no reason. Like, obviously they're going to try to do something like some type of trickery or something. Uh, mm-hmm. So I see another guy coming across back the other way. I was like, oh, they're going to try to pitch it back to him. So I was just like, you know, like, screw it. Let's go get it. So he pitched <laughs> it in there. I, I took it and I went back and scored on the very last play of the game uh, to send us to the state championship, which was just, I mean, that play was electric. The whole place was going insane. Uh, student section rushed the field. It was awesome. That sounds like a that sounds like a a, a historic and epic play that's always going to be talked about at your high school. Is what it sounds like. Yeah, it was awesome. I mean, shoot, it sounds like it's out of a movie. <laughs> I love it, man. I love it. Let's get into uh, your the recruitment aspect and recruit in, in, in your recruitment. Uh, when did you start getting interest? Uh, when you when when did you start getting offers? Uh, so I remember his sophomore year, one of my teammates, uh, his name's Quade Moser. Uh, he played linebacker next to me and he was getting some offers and stuff. Um, at the time he was committed to UCF. Um, so he had like UCF recruits coming to, or, uh, not recruits, scouts coming to watch him and stuff. Hey, quick break here. Sorry to interrupt the podcast, but we'll get right back to it. I just wanted to take a moment to talk about Hardwood Palace, Northern California's premier basketball facility. Hardwood Palace has eight hardwood courts, a full-service cafe, and a reputation for reliable and quality programs. Extreme Hoops runs the largest weekly AAU tournament in the area with a variety of competitions from all over California and Nevada. They also offer a youth league, Hardwood Hoops, which is rec level and runs four seasons a year for individuals looking to be placed on the team. Check out hardwoodpalace.com to see all they have to offer. You can follow them on Instagram at extreme underscore hoops underscore basketball or contact Steve Williams by emailing steve at hardwoodpalace.com. Get your hoops on at the Hardwood Palace. UCF recruits or golly UCF uh, scouts coming to watch them and stuff uh, and so they came to one of our games and I had a really good game and so I remember after the game um, that scout like texted my head coach and basically was like hey like who's that other guy like obviously we're gonna take Quaid but like who's the other kid like he's a baller and my coach was like oh yeah like he's a sophomore uh, he's gonna be really good stuff like that um, UCF actually never even showed me any interest though after that which was kind of weird but they were the first ones to act like they were interested in me. Um, but after that, I remember I got my first offer, which was kind of out of the blue. I was talking no schools or anything, but uh, it was my, it was May of 2020. Is that right? May, yeah, May of, yeah, May of 2020, I got my first offer from Indiana, which is kind of ironic because I committed to my first offer. Um, but I got, that was my first offer. And then I just kind of started rolling. That's awesome, man. Let me ask you this. Uh, 
I mean, you think about it, you play you played since kindergarten. Obviously, this is something that you that you knew you wanted to do since you know fifth sixth grade. Um, I know, obviously, it sounds like a, a pretty obvious answer, but I mean, but how how did that feel? I mean, at that at that point, did you did you did that motivate you even more? Did you feel like you know that you like you made it? That were you satisfied? Was there, you know were you content? How, how did that make you feel when you started getting the interest and those offers started coming in? Because um, I do remember, like I said, you know, I you know I, I still kept in contact with uh, with your dad, um, and I, I actually saw it on his social media. I kept on seeing like it seemed like every day there was like a new offer, you know, from another school. How did that? How did that? How did that? Uh, that timeline. How did that make you feel? So it's actually really cool and funny you say that because. Um, I was in, my dad works in Rogers and I was in Bentonville, which is like, I don't know, five minutes away from each other. Uh, and I was in Bentonville working out, uh, and I just happened to check my phone. I don't know why I never checked my phone in my workouts, but I just happened to check my phone that day. And my coach, he was like, he was texting me like crazy. Like he was asking me all these questions and he was like, Hey, like, what's your GPA? What's your 40? What's your ACT score? Like all this stuff. And I was like, well, I mean, shoot, like, I don't know what he wants it for. So I ended up calling him and telling him, I was like, hey, like, sorry. Uh, I didn't respond to any of your texts. Like, I was working out and stuff. And he was like, hey, it's fine. He was like, the Indiana defensive coordinator wants to talk to you ASAP. And I was like, oh, my gosh. I was like, well, that's crazy. It's like, I was like, I'm in the middle of working out right now. You know what I'm saying? It's like, like, as I'm working out, I'm about to get this offer. You know what I'm saying? And, like, I'm just going crazy. Like, because it's like, I'm doing it right now. You know, it's like. Like, to get the offer, like, I'm doing what I have to do right now. You know, it's like I'm putting in all this work, and I'm about to get, like, everything I ever dreamed of, you know. And so, obviously, my first immediate thing was, like, all right, I got to call my dad. You know, so I call my dad. And I'm like, hey, like, dad, like, you won't believe it. Like, the Indiana defensive coordinator wants to talk to me, like, right now. He was like, oh, my gosh, like, no way. I was like, <laughs> so, so I'm like, I'm like five minutes away from my dad's work right now. So I'm like, I'm going to drive over there, like, right now. So I drive over there. Uh, and I get on the phone with the coach and we're talking, we're, we're probably on FaceTime for, I don't know, 20, 25 minutes. And we get to the end of the call and he was like, well, he was like, obviously you don't want to sit here and just talk all day. Like you want to know what I want or like, and why I'm calling you. And I was like, well, yeah, like obviously, you know? Uh, and basically he was like, look, he was like, we want to offer you really bad, but first we got to get your film to the head coach to kind of just like make sure he's okay with everything. You know? So he was like, but he was like, all I'm going to say is expect an offer from Indiana university by next week. And so I will like, that was the longest week of my whole life. Like every single day, I was like, maybe it'll come a day early. So I'm checking my phone every single day, like all day, you know what I'm talking about? So, uh, and then the day came about a week later, it was, it was six days later. So it was less than a week. Uh, and I was on the phone with, with the defensive coordinators, like, Hey, like the head coach loved your film. Uh, we want we want to offer you a full scholarship and dude I just I flipped out my parents flipped out I mean we were all going insane so uh, it was a great day hey I can only imagine during those six days it was hard to focus on anything else but that but that but that offer right I mean come oh, on yes yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. well well you had you know like I said you were very fortunate man you were blessed to have you know interest from so many you know big names um, and like you said, that it's kind of ironic that the first school that did uh, offer you is, is where you committed to. What made you ultimately choose Indiana over all those other schools? Like I said, because you had some big name schools, and and I can only imagine those offers would have kept on coming in. I mean, you committed pretty early, so I'm pretty sure those offers would have continued to, to, to come in. But what what about Indiana University? Obviously, that, that that made it such an easy choice for you. I mean, it sounds like easy choice. I'm assuming that you correct me if I'm wrong, but it sounds like easy choice being the timeline that you committed so you know so early. Yeah, I kind of seemed like a no-brainer to me, you know, it was like, I just, I was dead set on Indiana for a while, but 
you know, I just kind of, I, I just wanted to wait around and see if anything, you know, came up that I felt was better for me uh, and for like a better opportunity for me. But uh, ultimately why I chose Indiana was just Coach Allen, the head coach, is, I truly believe is the best coach in college football. Uh, and the way he's developed this program, like uh, in a, as a, in a culture standpoint, um, is just incredible. Like he's built this culture up just the way, like I would build a team up if I were a head coach, you know, build it up on faith. Um, if whatever's built up on God will never break, you know, it's just like our, um, our basically like our team hashtag is LEO, which is love each other. Uh, and it's straight out of the book of John, you know, it's just like, like, that's what I want. I want my team to be built up, built up on, on the foundation of God, because that's, that's just how I believe, you know what I mean? So, uh, I love coach Allen. I love the program. And honestly, people are gonna think I'm crazy, but I love the cold. So I'm loving it here so far. Uh, it's been freezing, but you know, I've, I've enjoyed it. No, I love it, man. I mean, it sounds like, uh, you know, from a, from a, a faith standpoint, you guys really connected that he was, you know, he's really bringing that, you know, fellowship, uh, you know, to a different, to an ultimate level when it comes to your football team, not, not, not necessarily just, you know, on, on the, on the football field. Oh, 100%. And then like, even I, I went into his office the other day because we had a meeting and I was just like, yeah, like, you know, this transition's kind of been messing me up. Like I haven't really, I wouldn't say like I've been reading my Bible enough and stuff like that, you know, he was like, he was like, Oh yeah. Like, well, let me help you out. Like, he gave me a devotional, you know, to read every single day. And he's like, yeah, that's what we play for. You know, like I want a coach that's going to like truly want what's best for me and help me out. Like whenever I need help, you know, uh, a moment that kind of sticks out to me uh, is whenever he did find out that my mom had a stroke. I mean, he, I called him and I was like, Hey coach, like we need some prayers. If you, if you would want to like, you know, just pray for me and my family. And then I kid you not my coach, he literally, he, he starts like tearing up and like crying like while he's on the call and it's just like wow like like he he truly cares you know what I mean and like I remember the next day he was just like hey he texted me he's like hey um the whole staff just prayed over your wife or over your mom um and we're all thinking about you and it's just like I mean like what hey, there's nothing better like that there's nothing like nothing else like that in college football you know what I mean so uh it's truly a blessing that I'm here and that um coach Allen reached out to me and and that I'm, I'm a Hoosier now, so I'm just super blessed. Yeah, it's a real relationship. It, it's not it's not just one of, you know, because of the football field. You know, it, it's a genuine relationship that, to be honest with you, uh, will probably last a lifetime. You know, even after you you, you leave Indiana, uh, it sounds like that's going to be a relationship that's going to be, you know, like I said, a lifetime relationship that you guys are going to continue on. 100%. Now, you, you did mention it, which is actually what I was going to actually talk about next. On, on, on a personal note, I know the, the family – um, you know, the Turner family is a really close one and you guys did get hit with a tough situation uh, with your mom, with your mother going, you know, having a stroke your senior year at that. Right. So talk to me about uh, how you guys got through that, because I know your dad was very proud to tell me that you held down the house uh, essentially for like a month or so while he was, you know, in the hospital with your mom. Talk to me. Talk to me about that, you know, during that time. Yeah, I mean, like you said, I mean, the Turner family, it doesn't get much closer, you know, like we're all. I would say, like, I mean, it doesn't get any tighter. You know, it's like we all know everything about each other uh, and we all love each other unconditionally. So uh, whenever it happened to my mom, you know, it was kind of really, unex it, it was really unexpected. Uh, I thought it was it was the second day of school. Uh, and I remember my dad woke me up. My <laughs> and my first thought was like, dang, I missed the second day of school. You know what I mean? Like I slept in, like I'm gonna be late on the second day. You know? <laughs> 
uh, but no, it turned out he, he was waking me up and he looked me dead in the eye and was like, hey, I think your mom's having a stroke. And I was crazy. Like, I was like, oh, I didn't know what to think. So I jumped out of bed immediately, ran downstairs, looked like got my mom. We got her in the car, you know, drove over to the hospital. So it was crazy. That was a whole crazy night. Uh, I remember um, it was we had a scrimmage or like a team uh, scrimmage against another team like more down south. They're called their name is Greenwood. Uh, we were going to play them the second day of school, you know, and I, I hadn't slept in like 23 hours because I was at the hospital with my mom uh, and my dad. So, uh, and actually they didn't even let me in. So I just sat outside, you know, just to make sure that everything was okay. Uh, and that if they needed anything, I could, I could rush in there, you know, so I sat outside all night long, <laughs> uh, just making sure that everything was all right. Uh, so I didn't sleep for like 23, 24 hours. So I didn't end up playing in that scrimmage because I was just, I didn't know what was going on. My head was everywhere. So uh, I didn't end up playing, you know, like you said, I had to hold down the fort for, for a month or, for a month or so, you know, and, and you know, it was fine. Like I, I, I enjoyed getting to spend that time with my brother and sister, you know, uh, getting the updates that my mom's doing better, you know, all the videos and stuff like that. Um, and kind of going back to how I said that, like, it's amazing getting to see how my dad treats my mom. He was like the way he took care of her. Like, I mean, it, it it's truly like, it's incredible you know it's like like I really do like want to be like how he is whenever I grow up you know it's like he was by my mom's side every step of the way making sure that she had everything she ever needed like he didn't he was he was right there next to her like every step of the way you know it's like he never left her side and it was it was really it was really incredible you know it's just um I'm just very very thankful that she's all right and honestly that she's still with us you know it's, I'm very thankful that She's recovering, and I just can't wait until she she starts running again. You know, whenever she starts running uh, back on that leg and and punching me with that with that arm that that's not moving right now, just, that's gonna be incredible. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just blessed that she's still here with us. No. Hey, quick break here. Sorry to interrupt the podcast, but we'll get right back to it. Are you sick and tired of that heart sinking feeling every time you get your electricity bill? Do you wish there was some way to join in the revolution of solar power without leaving your wallet begging for mercy? Luckily for you, there's a way to achieve both. At Sunray Solar, we're here to use our unrivaled expertise and high quality equipment to deliver beyond your expectations. We pride ourselves on keeping up to date with the latest global innovations, guaranteeing long lasting performance, reliability, and seamless integration with your home. Solar energy just doesn't save the planet, it saves you from that heart-sinking feeling of increasing utility rates year to year. So what are you waiting for? Start putting your money back in your pocket today. Reach out to Daniel today and find out how to cut your electricity bill in half. Mention Straight Talk with Strahan and receive a $500 cash rebate. Call Daniel with Sunray Solar at 872-238-9319 or email him at daniel at sunrays.solar or message him on IG at solardan1. Power your home with the sun's rays today. Uh, that's awesome, man. So, you know, you know, it states that you're supposed to, you know, uh, uh, the husband's supposed to, you know, love their wife like the Lord loved the church, right? And so you got to see that, uh, you know, firsthand with your dad, you know, uh, even more so during that time. Um, I mean, I could just tell, you know, just talking to you, you know, you're a very, you know, mature young man, especially for your age, but still, you make it sound so casual, but, uh, you know, not too many people could do that to hold down the fort. You know, you have two other siblings, you know, obviously those rely on you. Um, so I just want to commend you on that, man, because that's that's really tough, especially, you know, that's not exactly, you know, um, 
what you expect to have to do, you know, especially your senior year or, or let alone any time, but let alone your senior year, right? Yeah, exactly. And some of the advice I got from other people is just like, do stuff that you know your mom would worry about, you know? So I made sure that, that the dishes were always clean. I made sure that the laundry was always getting done. I was making sure that me and the kids were always fed, you know, and that they're getting to school on time and they're getting their homework done, stuff like that, you know what I'm saying? So all the stuff that I knew my mom would want, I made sure I did that because that's the advice I was given. You know, it was just like, I don't want her to have to worry about anything outside of what she already has going on. You know, she needs to focus on getting better herself rather than focusing on me and the kids uh, back at home. You know, so I just made sure that she had nothing to worry about back in the house. Oh, man, that's strong, man. That's beautiful. You know, and, 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 and uh, you know, it sounds like your mom's doing great, right? She's 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 doing well, um, you know, in, in the recovery process right now. Oh, yeah. I mean, her last name's Turner. So, you know, she's going <laughs> to fight through it. <laughs> I, mean, I, I love it, man. I love I love the pride you said that with, too. I love that, man. Uh, so I know also, you know, you're, you're in Indiana right now as we speak. Uh, you know, you graduated early from high school. You, you, you rolled early. Uh, talk to me, you know, how has that you know transition been so far, you know, being out there? Uh, it's been really good. You know, so far the workouts, they've been good. Uh, I haven't really struggled too much. I wouldn't say yet. Uh, I've just, I've had a couple, a couple times, you know, where I was like, dang, you know, like I know I'm better than that. It was just, it was stuff I did. I did to myself. You know, it was like, I didn't hydrate enough the day before. And I, I was, I was real tired the next day or something like that, you know? So I, it's all about taking care of your body. There's a lot that goes into it. You know, you gotta eat right. You gotta sleep right. You gotta hydrate right. Uh, you gotta do all that stuff. You know, it was a, Probably the biggest um, transition for me was honestly school. Cause I mean, when you think about it, like COVID, I did, I went to school half of sophomore year, half junior year. And I didn't really go junior year because I only had one class, you know what I'm saying? So I didn't really like go to high school much. So like the biggest transition has definitely been school, you know, and like actually having to do schoolwork. So that's, that's been crazy. Uh, but, you know, I've had a lot of help. I have an academic advisor that they kind of give us like with the football team. So she's been helping me out a lot too. So. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Hey, it's uh, I always tell people, you know, uh, the, the the athletic side is already a full time job in itself, but you, they also got to be students. And obviously, when, when season starts with all the travel, you know, you got to really learn how to multitask and also manage your time properly. Right. To, oh, yeah, to, to have it all locked in. But but also uh, schools like Indiana have great resources that they you know, that they you know, provide you guys, you know, like you said, advisors and uh, uh, probably tutors or what have you that can really help you guys, you know, uh, you know, flourish, flourish in the classroom as well as, as on the football field. Um, I know Coach Allen makes all the players have one word to describe their season goals. And, and so talk to me about the one word that you that you chose and, and why. Uh, so I chose the word um, climb. And I just feel like, like when you, I didn't want to choose a word that was just like, you know, like, um, work or like you know hustle or like something like that it's like you already know the meaning uh when you read the word like i wanted to pick a word that like you had to ask me what the meaning was because there's a meaning behind it you know what i'm saying uh so my meaning was basically is like like climb when you look up the definition of climb it's to go um or to come up and to move with effort so i mean i feel like i mean that, that applies to everything not just football like when you show up to work you know you like move with effort you know like come up you know what i'm talking about so um it just really applies to everything, you know, it's just, I feel like climb is a great word, you know, every day you come in spring ball, like some days you're going to be tired, you know what I'm saying? So you got to come in and you just, you got to have that mentality that you're going to fight and you're going to work, you know what I mean? So you're not, you're not going to be ready for it every single day. Like you're not going to be motivated every day. Like 
motivation is a mentality. So you got to come in and just and know that you're ready to work. I love I like it, man. I like it. A couple more questions before we end with my, my usual rapid fire Q&A that I end all my, my episodes with just some, just some fun Q&A at the end, uh, but a couple more questions. So, uh, you know, as you know, you always speak life and death with your tongue. So you'd like to, you know, speak life into our goals. So what are some specific goals you have uh, while you're at Indiana? Uh, so specific goals for Indiana, uh, I'd say freshman year is obviously just to get on the field. Uh, any amount of playing time would be incredible as a freshman. Uh, red shirt or not red shirting already is a great uh, compliment. Um, so uh, getting on the field as a freshman, I, I want to get out in three years, go to the league. Uh, that's, that sounds, that sounds rangy uh, and kind of like out of reach to some people, you know, but to me, I know it's not uh, and to my family. I know it's not also, they, be, they, they believe in me. I know my girlfriend believes in me, you know, so I know to them, it's no surprise that that's, <laughs> that's one of my goals, you know, so. Uh, I just want to get on the field, uh, stay healthy, and then get out and go to the league. I love it, man. Hey, three and done, huh? Three and done. Do some damage. That's the goal. You know, if I can, if I'm a first to second round pick or projected pick, then I'm out. No, it make, makes perfect sense to me, man. Uh, one last question. It's kind, of, it's kind of kind of cliche, but, you know, but um, so what ultimately, well, you kind of answered it, but ultimately, is a long-term goal then is uh, the NFL then, right? Is that essentially your long-term goal? Uh, 100%. I mean, obviously, though, you can't play in the NFL your whole life. So after that, I want to coach college football. So. so so this is you. This is your love. This is it. I mean, you, you, when you're talking about your long-term goal of playing in the NFL, but even your post-career, you want to coach You want to coach football as well. 100%. I, just, I don't care. I could be a strength coach. I could be an athletic trainer. I just want to be around the game of football. Like, it don't matter what it is. Eat, breathe, sleep, football. Yeah, 100%. All right, man. All right, here we go, Caden. We're going to end with some rapid-fire Q&A. These are just some random questions, man. Just uh, answer the first thing that pops to your head. You ready to go? Let's do it. All right. The Turner family has some phenomenal athletes, obviously, between your siblings. I know me. Your sister. It's, me. It's, it's me. you. It's me. <laughs> the best – even your mom, you're the best athlete in the household? It's, it's me. It's me. Okay, I like that, man. You you didn't even let me finish it. I love it. Uh, we'll see what your we'll see what the household has to say about that one. Uh, uh, what are you listening to right now on the way to your workout? What, what's in the uh, Beats? What's in the AirPods? Uh, Rod Wave. Oh, Rod Wave fan. Okay, I like it, man. Uh, favorite NFL player currently and, and of all time? Oh man, currently. Oh man, just recently. You know, I gotta go, Joe Burrow, bro. He he carried that swagger with him. You know what I'm saying? Like yes. that, that's how that's, that's the swagger I want to carry. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, I like all, that. Yeah, young fellas balling all time. Oh man! Oh, oh I probably gotta go Ray Lewis. You know, he bring that intensity too. That's why I like. There you go, your fellow linebacker. I like it. Uh, favorite movie of all time? Hmm. I probably have to go. Uh, probably Pursuit of Happiness. I really like that movie. It make me feel real. Uh, it make me want to be great. Okay, I know it's great, great movie. Best advice you receive from your parents? It could be from mom or dad. Ooh, best advice. Uh, not every day is gonna be easy. You're gonna have to make the choice to work hard every single day. All right. Uh, on, I, I know you. I know you talked about it briefly, but on the basketball court, what was your go-to move on the basketball court? Spin move. To the right or to the left, or did or did it not matter? Yeah, whatever side the defender was on, I'm going opposite. I'm spinning around him. Love it, love it, love it. I know you're, you're, you're a man of faith. Do you have a favorite scripture? Ooh, 
First Peter 5, 6 talks about being humble. And I feel like it says, uh, humble yourself before the Lord humbles you. And I, I, that's, if that ain't facts, I don't know what it is. Amen, brother. Amen. I love that one. Uh, number one advice you have last, this last one, brother, uh, number one advice you have for aspiring football players out there. If it, if it came down to just one, I know there's many keys to being successful. Obviously, you know, you're a very humble young guy, but you know, you, you made it and you made it to, uh, uh, you know, to a point where not too many you know, small percentage make it to obviously a, a big time school like you, you're at right now. But if you had, if you had to break it down to just one advice, what would it be for aspiring football players? 100% it would be just continue to work hard. It's not going to happen overnight. It's easy to get discouraged when you're not seeing results and you're not getting on the field ASAP, you know, uh, but you just got to keep your head down and keep working. You know, um, like I said, you got to trust the process, uh, work hard, and then you'll, you'll start to see goal or improvement. Hey, but whenever you see that improvement, you got to keep working. You can't just sell, you know, you can't think that you made it. Uh, it'd be easy to see results, start getting on the field, getting love from other people, you know, and stop working. That's, that's not how it works. You got to keep working until until you're the greatest of all time my man i i appreciate you man i mean i can't wait you know like i said for for you know for this to be heard by you know obviously many people out there i value all i mean i i take pride in all my episodes having great value content and, and, and entertainment and i think you definitely provided all three man so i definitely want to appreciate you for your time Caden, and being on the podcast brother 100 i really appreciate you having me i had a great time all right. Well, once again, guys, thank you for joining me for another episode of Straight Talk with Straight Hand. Continue having a blessed day, guys. God bless. Thanks for tuning in to another Straight Talk with Straight Hand podcast. And if you haven't done so already, click the subscribe button and make sure to follow him on Instagram at Straight Hand, S-T-R-A-Y-H-A-N-D. And we will catch you on the next episode.